And we're back. Another illustrious episode of Before uh, Recount. <clears throat> I am your host, the unnamed host, a.k.a. Sue. <laughs> and I'm uh, joined uh, with my uh, other, with my co-host. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Osiris, in the house. And that is spelled with U-S, not I-S. Exactly. You know, because we ain't Egyptian up in here. Um, (laughs) Although, who knows? Might be from some Egyptian descendants. Um, (laughs) I haven't done my bloodline in history, so I'm not too sure what the deal is. Yeah, man. So um, this week actually hasn't has uh, actually been like a calm down in regards to the whole world of wrestling. Uh, it seems like the past uh, several weeks has been so crazy with just uh, rumors and just crazy busting is going on uh, in the world of wrestling. But I think now it's been it's been simmering down. I guess trying to close out twenty twenty one. Um, although a little bit of big news this week. What's that? Um, Kevin Owens re-signed with WWE. Is that big news, though? I think so. You think so? Uh, I think a lot of people, myself included, expected him to uh, go to AEW. Yeah, but he's still a, like, he a mid though, right? In WWE. Yeah. You so think he would, I you think he would I thought- push to uh, main events uh, level if he was, if he was with uh, AEW? I, I would have thought so. Um, he's really good friends with the Bucks and uh, I would have I was hoping to see the old Ring of Honor Kevin Steen that, oh. that just kills everybody. Okay. Um, personally, I was a big fan of that, although I will say with him now not going there, yeah. that leaves space open for a wrestling character to be like that, so maybe I should thank 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 him there you go yeah I really didn't see his career before coming into the Federation so I guess I didn't get the opportunity to see him in his uh, prime as uh, Kevin Steen so uh, but I guess it doesn't hurt to go back uh, to the archives and check it out I don't know if it'll have the same illustrious you know impact uh, you know from actually seeing it in its you know present time but I'll give it a go. Give it a check. Yeah. I'd say try to check out some, uh, I want to say 2010, somewhere around that ballpark. Was, okay. It was in like kill steam, kill mode. Okay. Um, okay. I, I enjoyed it because uh, I was not a fan of his originally. Um, and I'm not really a fan of his now. Haven't been a fan of his in WWE. But during right. that brief period where he was kill steam, kill, um, he had like the great theme song and just like this attitude about him. Like I, I really dug it for that period. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was just say between him and Sammy, I prefer Sammy. You know what I'm saying? He just, he looks like he has more personality, you know? That's fair. I was never a, uh, big Sammy Zayn fan. Still okay. not. Okay. But, uh, but I get it. Don't, yeah. See, I don't get why they don't make, uh, uh, KO into like a Bam Bam type, you know. I mean, he has like the same look. I mean, he's a smaller version of Bam Bam, but he still has like that same. Like they, uh, I think it. I, I, I think it exactly work him. He's just not as big as you know Bam Bam's stature size. No, nah, but I mean, the wrestlers yeah. aren't as big as they were back then, anyways. Right, but he has the agility but, like like a Bam Bam. Yeah. I'm saying, like, I'm surprised they'll push push him in that type of you know in that light. I honestly think they don't know how to push wrestlers anymore. 
I want to say that. It's just the this current Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Who who could you say in the past? Uh-huh. I'd even say five years. Uh-huh. Ha- have they given like a, a proper push to? Uh huh. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let me. Uh, that wasn't an in, that wasn't an indie darling. Even an indie darling. N- name name someone that got a proper push in the past five years. Not Styles. Brock Lesnar. Styles. Okay. You know what? Right off the bat, you, you got me with a good one. <laughs> but I feel uh-huh. like Styles see? is undeniable. Like Styles see? is arguably the best wrestler in the world. Uh, I, I I mean he's not a great wrestler, but you got the Miz. The Miz. Uh, with the Rock too, for sure. But I, I don't know if I'd say the the Miz is a tough one. <laughs> I, I, the Miz is a tough one because I, I'm actually a big fan of the Miz. Yeah. Um, and I I understand how good he is for wrestling. Yeah. Um, he's great on talk shows. He was yeah. great on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. Um, I actually watched that uh, this year. Yep. Um, my girl, she's uh, big into Peloton. Um, <laughs> and Cody Rigsby is a Peloton instructor. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. So that meant she was watching Dancing with the Stars, which meant I was watching Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, <Yep. laughs> but, but The Miz was on there, so that was cool. Iman Shumpert, uh, who won the whole thing. Uh-huh. Uh, from the NBA, so that that was pretty cool to see him. Um, the guy from Cobra Kai, um, he was mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't do very much. I think he was eliminated the first week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then shout out actually to the the females on, on that show too. Uh, I feel bad because now I can't think of any of the JoJo Siwa, but I'm like she was like the one that everyone thought was going to win the show, so I wasn't very <laughs> impressed with her. Um, but there were some other females on there, and I feel bad that I don't remember their names now that I was like, oh, wow, like, you, you caught me off guard. I mean, Iman Shumpart, he, he really caught me off guard winning the whole thing. And I, I was like, all right, good for you, man. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I don't know. The, 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 and, and this is going to sound horrible, because what's going to happen is, like, five years from now, someone's going to listen to this podcast, and they're just going to play the next 30 seconds of what I say by itself. <laughs> and it's not going to have any context, but uh, the the uh, blonde uh, lady, probably in her early forties, uh, I want to say her name was like Amanda or something like that, or huh? Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she won me over personally, watching her grow week to week. Like at the beginning, she wasn't very good, and then by the end of it, she was like killing it. Okay, okay, all right, cool, good to, good to know, good to know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, I was, I was, but anyways, all that being said, right? <laughs> no, I think, oh, um, I, I I even say Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna disagree on Bobby Lashley. What? Yep. I don't think they properly pushed him. Who are you talking about? He got he got the main, he he was the title holder. Yeah, but they I feel like they could have done more. How many um, belts you want to get? <laughs> you know, um, it's like that Kobe Bryant commercial with, with Kobe and Kanye. You know, um, but can you do more? Like, um, well, one they could have kept the hurt business together. Are they um, are they back together now? I'm really confused on that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, like the week before the Saudi Arabia show. 
Yeah. Like they, they, they randomly like showed up and helped Lashley <laughs> out. Like no explanation. And like the last we saw them, actually the last they were on TV was main event and they were fighting each other. Shelton oh, Benjamin okay. and uh, Cedric Alexander. Okay. Like, like the, and that was just like two weeks prior. But okay. the last time they were on Raw, Shelton, yep. uh, Bobby Lashley kicked them out of the group, beat them up. Like, okay. So then okay. they show up randomly, like the, the week before Saudi Arabia, help them out, no explanation. Um, <laughs> they're there at Saudi Arabia. And then after that, they're gone again. I haven't seen them on TV since. Okay. Well, do you watch Raw a lot? Um, I fast forward through it. I, I, oh. I watch Bobby Lashley segments. All right. There you go. You probably fast forward <laughs> with them. But nah, I don't think they've been on. Like, if they've been on, they haven't been on with him. Oh, okay. Uh, and so that's why I'm like, it's very confusing um, what the deal is. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, those are the only names I can off the top of my head. But I imagine there's still a decent amount of uh, guys, um, you know, that the Federation put. And then if you look on the female side, like, they really uh, spearheaded the whole women's movement in regards to women's wrestling compared to any other promotion. T- TNA actually spearheaded the women's movement, just nobody was watching it. Oh, <laughs> really? Because uh, yeah, yeah, but who did TNA have that was like that that was going against that was you know before you know Vince's and, and them. TNA, like, who, uh, you had Blanchard. That's all. That's all I can think of. No, no, no. Back in the day, back uh-huh. in the day, they had Mickey James, Gail Kim. Yeah, but Mickey James um, was uh, was with the WWF before TNA. Yeah, but in TNA she could really Kim. go. Yes, but they weren't pushed properly to 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 harp on the theme so far this morning. You don't think um, so? that's, how, that's how they got their uh, their name? They come up with their, like their stature so that they were recognized in TNA because of that. Mickey James got a good push in the beginning, uh-huh. and and then um, you know the WWE. The, if the rumors are true, uh-huh. uh, you know the rumor and in innuendo is that uh, they thought she was out of shape. Okay, and so they wanted her to lose weight okay. um, when she wasn't out of shape. Like, but that's when they were doing the whole Piggy James thing and all that stuff, like um, to try to make her feel bad. And then that's when she left the company and she went to TNA. Okay. Um, and she really uh, TNA at that time, especially the Knockouts division, they were really like pushing. Like, we have good women's wrestling talent. Um, they had Awesome Kong. Um, they had the beautiful people. Um, Taryn Terrell. Um, trying to remember who else, but but yeah, that the TNA women's division at that time, like they they, I feel like they spearheaded the women's revolution. Just nobody was watching. That was the problem. Okay, but t- then technically, then it, are you really pushing it forward if nobody's watching it? Like right now, it could be any promotion, like spearheading you know a, a certain movement and now no one that knows it does that mean it actually happened like did, should they actually get credit for it i mean if the tree falls in the woods does it make a sound i don't know what comes first the chicken and the egg that's a great question you know so uh, i don't know right i might we might i might uh, but then again i never watched real teenage maybe that's why i'm also I, I can see them in the dark in regards to that, you know, women's movement. I always, you know, with Vince and them, because like they're all about, you know, the women's, 
you know, uh, division. Like they even had their own their own pay per view. Like what promotion actually did that other than like you know Glow or Wow? You know what I'm saying? NWA uh, recently did that. Yeah, recently. But like I said, uh, Crown not Crown Jewel. Evolution. <laughs> Definitely not Crown years. Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Evolution was what like four years ago when that happened. I think so. Yeah. So. <laughs> Definitely but, uh, not Crown Jewel. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> Crown Jewel, yes, but they, you know, they have to have certain, you know, I think who who was who it? Beth Phoenix and who wrestled? Was it? Um, I think Natty, Natty Nightheart. Yes, that's right, Natty. Yeah, that's right, not Beth Phoenix, Natty Nightheart, and then um, uh, what's her face? Uh, that's in the Sasha. Yeah, Sasha Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were like all covered up, like. From head to toe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, rocking <laughs> turtlenecks and and t-shirts over the turtlenecks. <laughs> uh, got the you know rocking like <laughs> hoodies and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but well, I guess there was one thing that was in the wrestling news. Um, that was you know uh a, t- a topic of discussion was i don't know if you were familiar but uh there was a wrestler a canadian wrestler uh that they said that went in, into the business for himself uh his oh, name- hannibal. hannibal yes where he uh spiked uh, a referee yes yes uh, i did hear about that you know and i actually caught uh, a couple of, um news line uh um news articles like uh oh, i think wow. it was on tmz uh, about it, you know. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So, like the the rumors is that he actually brought in a gimmick ref for him to to do that, but I guess the uh, the ref didn't initially blade himself, so he, like they were saying, went in business for himself uh, and basically did the job for the referee. <laughs> Might have got carried away at the same time while doing it. I don't really know. It seems like one of you know pro wrestling one on one secret, like. Is it real? Is it did it have really? You know, one of those type of things. So yes, yes. Um, and uh, I'm curious to see how it plays out. I'm. Uh, I-, I would say I'm peripherally familiar with Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't subscribe to him on YouTube. But, well, I uh, think going back, if, if do you know his uh, his origin story? Um, I mean, I think he's a wrestler, right? Right, but initially uh, he was the one that blew up uh, Abdullah situation with uh, tainted blood. He was that guy. Yes. Okay. The one who who claimed that he uh, caught Hep C from um, Abdullah uh, at a time many many years ago, and um, was saying that because he caught hepatitis C, that he wasn't allowed to, for a trial. Uh, this was during I think during the Attitude Era uh, with the Federation. Um, because of that, you know, uh, I think now he say he has a clean bill of health that he was able to eradicate it. But yeah, he was actually that one that sort of blew up uh, Abdullah's situation, uh, saying that he uh, allegedly uh, got it from him. Okay, okay, I, I did not uh, know that, but yeah. uh, it's funny. I remember, he, I remember the Ab- Abdullah thing coming up. Yeah, um, but I didn't know who the wrestler was. I was like, oh, especially at that time, I was like, oh, it's like some indie guy, like whatever. Like, yeah, because yeah, you but, you would think he was known for because he has his YouTube channel has a lot of shoot interviews with, um, you know, yes, uh, 
professional uh, uh, wrestling legends. Uh, but yeah, before then, yeah, that was uh, where he initially was uh, known for. Okay, okay. Yeah, like I knew he was a wrestler. And yeah, I know his YouTube channel with, like you said, it's got a lot of shoot interviews with legends and things. And that that's what I was going to say. It often comes up in my recommendations. Yep, same here. Um, yeah, so that's why I said I'm peripherally familiar Um and uh, I recently saw he had posted something. I actually even commented on it on YouTube uh, because it was a picture of him, Kevin Sullivan, some chick, and uh, Jeremy Prophet. And uh, Jeremy Prophet is a wrestler from Canada that I wrestled back in the blonde Osiris days. Yep. Um, so I was like, oh, wow. Like, I, I commented on the thing. I was like, wow, really cool to see Jeremy Prophet like, still out there. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, outside of that, I didn't know much about him. Um, I had heard, yeah, I'd heard about this thing this past week. Uh, and I immediately wondered, I'm like, well, is it a work? Cause I feel like he's one of those people that's always working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like a, almost like a throwback, uh, guy. Yeah. And in regards uh, to, I think he, he also had like on his, uh, YouTube channel, uh, a legit, uh, shoot. Uh, backstage incident with uh, uh, Lanny Popo. Interesting. So, like, yeah. So, you know, I think he's, uh, which is I mean, cool with me. I like the the mystery of wrestling. You know, I, you know, I feel like the the veil, you know, the curtains uh, still in front of you know the backstage stuff. So, but yeah, in regards to this particular uh, situation, they sh- I saw like pictures of the ref's like head uh, after you know from the hospital visit, and he has them black like, staples. All over his like for, uh, forehead, so oh jeez, I don't know, you know. Like you say, it can all could be a work. Um, if it is, I, it's great promotion, uh, especially you know for, for Hannibal. Uh, if not, then it sort of hurts his stake. As, you know, in regards to people want to uh, work with him, you know. Yeah, if, if you don't want to work with somebody that goes into the business for himself. Well, what's interesting you say that because I'm thinking even if it is a work. That, that might be bad for his business because if people believe that he's going into business for himself. <laughs> <laughs> then, but uh, it still heightens the, 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 you know, not tension, but like the possibility, like, is it, what is this, you know, it, it, like I said, it brings it back to where wrestling used to be. Like, is it real? Is it fake type of situation? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's good. Like if the, for the fans, yeah. Exactly. But like, if I'm exactly. a promoter and, and I'm like, oh, this Hannibal guy goes into business for himself yes. and beats up refs, well, then yes. I'm not going to book him. Yeah, because that comes into, like, uh, uh, insurances as far as with the building and, like, the commission and, you know, you can get sued or, yeah. And just getting talent to work the show. Like, if I'm a ref, like, I'm going to be like, well, I'm not working this match. Then, you know, the, like... Yeah, especially, like, if a wrestler says, you know, gives you their word and all of a sudden they're like, that switch turns on and like ah maybe now I'm just going in business for myself, you know. Right. I can see being very hesitant about that. Right, right. Like I forget now if he told the story on our show or if uh, he had told me this on a separate occasion. Yep. But uh, Zach the ref uh, worked a match with uh, Scott Steiner. And, okay. Uh, Steiner wanted to give him a chair shot, and Zach didn't want to. <laughs> 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 and, uh, <laughs> Like they, I guess they're talking at the back, and Snyder's like, "Oh, give me the chair shot." Zach's like, "No, I don't want to take a chair shot." 
And Steiner was like giving him a hard time about it, but Zach's like, you know, he's seen Steiner. Like he knows, he knows what Steiner can do, and you know. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, but if if aren't you guys trained to protect whomever whenever you are, you know, what I'm saying, doing those type of high risk, you know, moves. Um. Yes, but also <laughs> if if you if you want to hurt somebody or if you just don't care about them, um, it's right, very right. easy to do. Um, right, right, right. I always laugh watching uh, Sammy Callahan. Um, if you watch him against no-name indie guys mm-hmm. um, versus watching him on Impact and, like, some of the stuff he does, mm-hmm. like, yeah, when he's in there with a no-name indie guy, it's like, oh, boot straight to the face. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that's even a throwback to any enhancement talent going back to, like, the 80s. Like, I'm, I've seen clips of, like, Sid Vicious and, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, Vader, like, destroy enhancement talent. So, I mean, that's not really new. Yes. No, but you're I'm right. saying like if you know, if you want the boys or you know somebody who has tenure around that same promotion, I would thought you guys would like try to protect that person you know, as much as possible. Yeah, but, but Scott Steiner, Scott Steiner, and true. I mean who in the scheme of Scott Steiner, who the hell is Zach the Ref? True, true. I mean, I, I, I okay. Well, I mean, it's, this is this is a good situation uh, segue because like we don't really discuss or like see often or hear often like. How many times people do guys go into the business for their own selves? You know what I'm saying? Like, does that happen a lot? Um, I don't know about a lot, but it definitely happens. Okay. Uh, for sure. Um, okay. I was part of a, a tag match. Um, okay. And we'll have my tag partner, Ronnie, on here soon. Yes. Um, and he'll tell this story. Yes. Um, but uh, long story short, we were in there with a kid who... Uh, for whatever reason, didn't want to be there that day. Okay. Um, you know, and it's one. Of, it was funny. It was a funny thing to me because I'm like, this isn't like your your job, where you know you're having a bad day, but you know what? Like, I've got to get to work because I've got bills to pay. Okay. Um, you know, this was uh, for a um, student show at a school. Um, okay. So there was no pay. Um, other than like, you know, you try to sell your merchandise and everything, but it's like, but if you're having that kind of a day, like you should call in sick, uh, <laughs> uh, even for your job, uh, cause you know, you're not able to deal with people. Um, okay. but, uh, but yeah, so he was having a, a bad day and he, uh, didn't want to talk to us about the match. Okay. Um, like going into it his tag partner was really cool um and his tag partner was like trying to be like oh like he's just having a bad day whatever and we're like all right like but we need to know what's going on (laughs) you know okay and um he you know for whatever reason he just didn't want to talk to us and then even like beforehand like a few minutes before he's like oh i'll just call it out there and um back in the day that that used to be um, code for well, here's the and how it's there. I guess it's all about how it's said because like you can say it like oh like you know shake hands and all oh, brother we'll call it out there. Okay. And that that back in the day used to mean oh we're gonna go out there we're gonna have a catch as can wrestling match. Um, oh. But when you say it with an attitude back in the day like oh call it out there that that meant like oh protect yourself like we're we're gonna be fighting. Okay. 
Um, and this kid is too young to, to like, really, like, be from that. Like, you know, I, it's funny. Uh, I was recently talking, not to segue away from this story, yeah. but, but I was recently talking to uh, a counterpart of mine who started at the same time that I did. Yep. And we were talking about regularly, like, you know, the, the physical, like, real fighting that would happen um, in that, during that time period. Um, and things are very different today. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, so he said it with an attitude, but which you know, from my era, Ronnie's era, like means like, oh, you better protect yourself. Like we're gonna be out here fighting. Yep. Um, and again, when Ronnie's on, he'll tell the story because he can. It's really a story about his perspective of things. Yep. But he was in there with this kid, and like things went wrong. Um, Ronnie had to like clock him, and then uh, Ronnie just literally like walked over to me, like tag me. He's like, "You deal with this." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, "All right." So I went in and played peacemaker. Um, <laughs> but uh, so when you like, said something went went wrong, did he just uh, did a guy uh, potato him? Um, honestly, I, I don't remember the specifics. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like I feel like it was just a few miscommunications and like a no sell something like that okay but uh that's why I said Ronnie will will definitely better tell the story yeah yeah but uh, I was gonna say uh throughout your career how many times uh did you or did you do you feel like your opponent you know went in, in, into the business for themselves uh other than this one time you just told me with you and Ronnie um I guess a couple times. One that immediately comes to mind is that no good dirtbag King Kalua. Okay. Um, <laughs> actually, he's probably probably a nice person uh, behind the scenes and at home. Um, I, I don't know, um, but he t- did something that to this day uh, I, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, this was probably around two thousand and five. Okay. Um, th- this was the Blondo Cyrus days. Okay. Um, and uh, got brought down to a promotion in Delaware. Um, okay. And the promoter was going to put me over for the championship, like against Ken Kalua um, for, for this indie promotion. A- and Ken Kalua refused, um, saying that his boots were older than me. Hysterical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he refused to put me over for the title. Okay. Uh, and the promoter went to log with it. Um, which also, to this day, I don't understand. Uh, you know, at the time, I was three years into the business and I was young. So I'm yeah. like, all right, it is what it is. Um, yeah. You know, and I had read about stuff like that in Nick Foley's book. Um, but like I, I don't get it uh, like I'm like dude number one this, this is some indie company in Delaware like not like some big thing uh, you know uh, n- number two like it, it's wrestling it's a work <laughs> you know uh, number three yeah your boots are older than me like because you're old uh, like he was old he had a pot belly like you know like uh, 
I was young, like in shape, and like the whole thing. Like it, it made sense for me to come in and win. Um, right, right. And heck, we could do a program, like whatever. I drop it back to him a few shows later, make it make sense, give it a reason. Um, but but yeah, he he had this whole whole thing. He wouldn't put me over. Um, we we went to a DQ finish. Um, it was just all bad. Um, and uh, ended up being the last time, uh, or it might have been the second to last time I, I worked there. Now I'm trying to remember um, if I only worked there that one time or if I worked there for two shows. Yep. Uh, but I feel like it was only one time now that I think about it. Um, it was an amazing road trip. It was me, Zach the Ref, and Shane, uh, the video guy. Yep. Um, the, uh, the infamous CCT Cold Cut Trio as we were named back then. Um, and uh, the promoter of the show um, did this whole speech in the back beforehand about how it's a family company and like this and that. And, and then he goes out there um, and cuts a promo and he's like, listen here, a-hole. Uh, but he said it, you know? Like, <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was good times for sure. But uh, but yeah, so that was an example of someone going into business for themselves mm -hmm. um, using backstage politics. Um, in the ring, uh, two examples that I can think of. Uh, actually, three examples. The first one mm -hmm. I'll give doesn't involve me. Mm -hmm. um, it involves the, uh, the amazing strongman, um, the hammerhead Gino Martino. Mm -hmm. um, Stan Lee's superhuman. Um, he was in a match in Canada. Um, I, I was there. Tim Pittman was there. Um, and Pierre the Beast Bashan. It was the four of us. We came up. Um, we drove up there. And uh, during Gino's match, he was in a hardcore match with uh, something LaDuke, I think it was. I'm trying to remember. It's The guy's like a famous wrestler. Okay, um, but now I can't remember his name. But I feel like it was something Leduc. Um, he's like a god in Canada. Okay. Um, but uh, that guy went into business for himself with Gino, I, and I don't remember <laughs> the specifics. But I feel like it involved like a um, like a bed of spikes or something like that. Wrong and, dude to go do that against. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so Gino handled himself fine, but then like afterwards, like the guy like threatened to like kill kill him. Um, what? Like, he's like, I'm getting my gun, like, and all this stuff, and like, so we yeah, had to like, run out of there, um, <laughs> hop in the car, we peel out. Uh, and my favorite thing uh, to this day, uh, a visual that will never leave my head. Do you remember Tim Pittman? Yes. So, yeah, you know, not a very big guy or anything like that. And uh, very quiet uh, mm -hmm. to himself. And mm -hmm. uh, we're in the car and, like, you know, the nerves are shaking. and uh, But, like, we're, we realize, like, we're away. Like, we're like, mm -hmm. oh, we got away. Like, none of us are shot. Like, we're all okay. Um, and, and then I just look over at Pittman and uh, he's got a fork in his hand. Um, a, a metal <laughs> fork. Uh, like, he's yeah. got like, a death grip on it. And it's, and it's like, dude, like, what were you planning to do? He's like, I don't know. But, like, I just grabbed the first thing I could. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, good times there. <laughs> and then uh, other two examples that involve me. Um, mm -hmm. 
One was 2007. Uh, I had just signed, or it might have been, yeah, 2007. I had just signed my modeling contract, my first mm-hmm. one. Um, and in that contract, uh, I couldn't even play pickup basketball mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't want me to get bruised or hurt. So clearly, wrestling was out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still had some bookings lined up. Um, then I didn't want to uh, turn them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, ahead of time in one of these shows uh i was in a four-way match and i had expressed to the guys hey like you know i'm cool with all the moves whatever just please don't chop me because that could leave you know leave a mark mm-hmm. um and uh it's funny uh my nana shirley she was uh at the show um and she fondly remembers it because um a guy chopped me mm-hmm. uh, and at that time all uh, all i all i saw was red um and a, a loss of green, if you will. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I just spun the guy like into the corner, uh, wound up and gave him like a solid kick to the ribs. Uh, and he just like collapsed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, after, afterwards we, we talked about it. We were cool. Um, yep. You know, he understood i understood like you know and it's one of those things like when i look back on it now like i'm like you know what like i shouldn't have been in that situation like it's a wrestling match right um people chop in wrestling matches um so i i can't be mad at him like even though we spoke about it beforehand and i agreed about no chops i'm like at the end of the day it's a wrestling match um so I, I should have put myself in that situation. But uh, but yes, yeah, so that's uh, another example. And then the third example, um, and I don't know how much I want to call this going into business uh, mm-hmm. for myself or themselves, mm-hmm. um, but I was in a match, um, this probably was about two, three years ago, um, and the wrestler I was in the ring with, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but like he just kind of like kind of lost it for a second okay um and i had talked to another wrestler afterwards who, who had watched the match and he had asked me about this moment and i and he had told me he experienced a similar thing with this wrestler and i was like oh interesting um but for for about 30 seconds like it turned into a shoot fight um oh wow and i don't know why uh, <laughs> and uh I, I had to, I put him in the corner and I gave him an overhand chop to the chest because I like the kid. Um, he, he's a good kid and like, uh, you know, I could tell like something weird was happening. Like, I'm like, I don't know why we're all of a sudden fighting, but like, it didn't feel like a, a like a vicious fight. Like, you know, it's almost like, um, I, I don't know, like like when, a, when like you're playing with a little kid and then all of a sudden like they start like taking it too serious. Okay, uh, but like, okay. at the end of the day, like it's a little kid, so you're not gonna like deck them, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it's that kind of situation where I'm like, wait, like we're fighting for real right now, like, but, like <laughs> you know, no damage is being done to me, but yeah, we're fighting for real, like you know. <laughs> um, and uh, so I ended up, yeah, I put him in the corner, big overhand chop, like you know, to take the wind out. Um, and I was just like, hey, like, we cool? Like, grabbed him in a headlock, like, and, and we were fine from there. Uh, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but, so but, yeah. So strange. 
<laughs> yes, very, very. Um, I'll have to uh, find that match some point today. I'll send it to you. And, uh, All right. I won't tell you where the moment is. We'll just see if you can find it. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, so that that was a, an example, I guess, of kind of a business. Uh, I don't know what what was happening, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, sometimes uh, you know. Uh, even though you guys are pulling the punches on, you know, 99% of the maneuvers that you're doing on one another, sometimes, you know, uh, 1% slips through, you know? Yeah. Lapse um, of judgment. Absolutely. I, I'm famous for, uh, actually, um, usually one bad, bad punch. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> although I, I guess I've gotten better at it. Um, yep. because in a recent match of mine, I had asked my opponent afterwards, um, I was like, Hey man, like, how are those punches? And he was like, they're actually really good. He's like, I, I felt them, but like, they, they didn't hurt. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, my, my favorite is Lumberjake. Um, at one time, I was in a match with him and uh, got him in the corner to do my punches. And I, I, I just have this thing of, like, these jabs that I like to do in the corner for some reason. Yep. Um, I don't even know why I like it or where it came from, but it's something I like doing. Yep. Uh, and uh, for me, I try to, you know, we'll go a little inside baseball here for the fans listening in. You'll, you'll learn <laughs> the secret of the business. Uh, <laughs> I like to basically I make a fist um, and then I, I loosen it a little bit. Okay. Uh, so it's like my thumb is I'm doing it right now as we're, we're speaking. Um, yep. So my thumb is like on my fingertips, like on my pointer and middle fingertips. Okay. Uh, so it's like a hollow fist. Um, and, and then from there, I'm aiming for the neck, like jawline. Um, okay. I don't want to hit someone in the jaw, even with a loose fist. Okay. Um, just because it's like, oh, yeah, like, that's not going to be pleasant. Um, so I'm aiming for the neck right right uh, next to the jaw. Um, so that way you get the illusion of, you know, hitting the jaw. Um, but it's uh, it's the neck. Um, but it's the neck next to the jaw, not under the jaw, because we're not trying to hit someone in the throat. Right. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So for me, when I do it, I'm I'm making contact every time. Like you are getting hit. Um, but it, it's done in a way where it's a, as safe as can be. Right. Uh, but with Lumberjake, it's funny. I uh, the the first one, like I, I lined him up and I mis misjudged it, and uh, so I cracked him uh, <laughs> with the first <laughs> one. Uh, I apologized right there on the spot, like. Like it's funny, like I hit him, then like you know I grab him by the back of the head, like you know I look like I'm taking him over to like choke him, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but then after that, like I I knew my 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 timing, so to speak, yes. uh, you know, or my my distance I needed. Um, so the the subsequent ones after were good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that first one I, I rocked him. Thankfully, he's uh, got an actual legit boxing background, so he could take it. But. <laughs> <laughs> And he's a big guy, um, <laughs> but but yeah, that's uh, I, I have been known to uh, sometimes miscalculate. Only the first one; it's never only the first one. Yeah, oh, okay. So you like uh, you like dance rhyming. You you uh, hit you miss the first one, but you hit the second one, or vice versa. Hit the first and miss the second. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, he's fifty-fifty. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> unless the game's on the line. Unless the game is on the line. Uh, Rodgers. Well, he's actually he's actually hit 100 percent in the playoffs or finals. When the uh, no, never for like a full game. But oh. if you look at any close game uh, yep. in the fourth quarter, Rodman is like I want to say legit 85 percent on his free throws. Oh, all right, all right. <clears throat> I uh, thought he was 50 50. Yeah, he, for the most part, he is. Okay, uh, but but yeah, you look at the stats for the fourth quarter of a yep. of a close game for whatever yep. reason. Yep. Like he's able to like be like, okay, like I've just got to do it this, this just this one time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> but all right, well, uh, you know, uh, it is interesting, you know, guys to you know guys, uh, you know, throwing some potato shots and they like we said going into business for themselves. Uh, it's a good thing that it's a, it's a minority of times that has actually happened because you would think throughout the years of the sport, like it'd be very prevalent because you know people's egos and emotions would get involved, especially where you have to either look weak against you know an audience of people, and some people probably don't want to allow that to happen, or it's just because you're just you know not in a good mood and you just be like, ah, forget this, you know, I'm just gonna do my thing. You know, <laughs> well, I feel like that used to happen more. Um, Think so? I mean, Bruiser Brody, I feel like that's like what he's known for. Really? Um, yeah. I thought he was just a stiff worker. Um, you know, like a Stan not, Hansen or a Beta. From what I hear, uh, but I'll be honest, I'm not huge on my Bruiser Brody knowledge. I, I think I may have seen like one match of his. Okay. Uh, various clips, but like one match. Okay. Um, but with that being said, like I, I've heard stories about how Bruiser Brody would like show up um, if he wasn't going over um, he would leave like he but he'd like leave through the like venue so like he'd oh, like, walk, walk through so the crowd knows he's there oh so you pull Jeff Hardy <laughs> I mean all, all, he sounds like he was the originator of that that's all <laughs> but without wrestling the bat um, first which it sounds like it almost sounds like now that with Jeff uh, I guess it doesn't even sound like it was, he had like a issue, like a rehab. It's just like almost a way he just wanted to get out of this contract. I, that's what. Like instead, instead, like. yeah, instead of breaking the clause, be like, all right, let me just let them release me so I can. So you know what I'm saying? That that is what it's looking like. And <laughs> I guess I hope that that's the case. But is that is that really smart to a? Like, are you like? Did they did they get in, they haven't got inducted to the Hall of Fame, right? The Hardys. No, they have not. So is that gonna <laughs> help your case if you do? And like, a like, so they're pretty much done. They're pretty much not coming back to Vince. You think and Vince and crew? Yeah, I don't think so. But I mean, okay, yeah, well, maybe Matt, but I definitely doubt Jeff would. <laughs> I don't think either one of them. Um, well, I was gonna say Matt probably has more of an open door to come back if that was the case. I can see it, maybe. If that was the case with Jeff, that he was just like, ah, I'm just gonna fake it and then put. I don't think. Vince will be like, yeah, I'm bringing you back in. <laughs> no, I, I can see that uh, for sure. But yeah, I don't know how much the Hardys care. Um, yeah. I mean, the Hall of Fame, you, you get five grand in a ring. Yeah. Uh, and a free dinner. And, and, but then it's also bragging rights, too. But is it? Uh, well, I, maybe until once they get like an actual, like a, a building, like an actual Hall of Fame. I guess so. It, it might not be, you know, so braggadocious, but maybe once 
you know, they get an actual building where you can hang up the memorabilia and your name plaque and this and the third so people can, you know, uh, you know, recognize you, maybe then they'll start caring. Maybe, but I don't know. I feel like uh I feel like the WWE Hall of Fame is very tainted. Okay. Um, and so I don't know how much people care about it. I mean, there, people care about it, don't get me wrong. Right. Um, but I, I feel like it, it's not as prestigious as you would think. Um, well, 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 if you was inducted in either the WWE Hall of Fame or the NWA Hall of Fame, which one will hold more pristine to you? That's a good question. Um, I honestly don't know how to because there there are so many things that would have to come into play. Okay, for for me to to decide that because like so so for example like I look at a uh, a Jushin Thunder Liger who never wrestled for WWE, right? And he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I'm like, wow, like your career was so epic that like even WWE had to be like, well, we've got to put this guy in our Hall of Fame. Exactly. Um, so something like that is very prestigious to me. Exactly. Um, but, you know, then there are other people in the Hall of Fame that I'm like, why are you in the WWE Hall of Fame? Like, you wrestled for WWE, but you didn't have a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, or like, like uh, Drew Carey. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. I think, like, I think you can, well, Pete Rose, you can say, I I mean, he's memorable to the WrestleManias, but yeah. He had the, that, he had the feud with Kane. Right, and he, you know, and he was the, what was it, like the, the, the duck, the, the uh, turkey, um, he, he would be in that mascot suit, what was it, was it like the Kuba yeah. bird or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, uh, but those are memorable moments, but yeah, it's not like a Hall of Fame career. <laughs> Right, um, you know Drew Carey. I think was in the Royal Rumble. He was one time. Yeah. Okay. I think eliminated by Kane. Actually, if I remember. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like I'm like oh, because like if you have like a solid like here here's a here's a funny example, but like Adam Pierce. Yep. I bet he would take more pride being inducted into the NWA Hall of Fame than the WWE Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, I could be wrong on that, but but I would think. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, like I say, it'll be interesting with Jeff, what's going to happen going forward. <laughs> you know, how long he'll be in AEW for, and then... What happens well, we'll after that? He goes to AEW. Yeah, uh, I'll just just flat out retire, call it a day. Yeah, uh, right now he's uh, going to be touring with his band. Um, okay. he's put out a bunch of dates, um, so you can see Jeff Hardy at your local bar. Uh, <laughs> oh, did I lose you? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, I thought you uh, I thought you were gonna say uh, continue further, but nah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, it sounded like just, you were about to continue, but <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, no, I was just making kind of a, a silly joke. I got you, I got you. I got it's you. funny to me. I'm like Jeff Hardy's fan for peroxygen. Um, 
they I mean they're at the end of the day they're not a big band like like Jericho's band Fozzy they're they're big they're playing big arenas and yeah touring with big bands like yeah. Jeff Hardy's band is playing like you know down the street like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and it's funny because it's Jeff Hardy and he's a big star uh, yeah well, <laughs> I mean to the wrestling world yes but like when you say big star it's sort of yeah <laughs> okay, I, I, you know what, I, I see your point. <laughs> but uh, you know, you know, hopefully, much success to you know whatever he does in uh, his future endeavors, as uh, <laughs> yes, you know they they like to say. Um, but Although yeah, apparently uh, they didn't say it to Johnny Nitro. They didn't. No, um, well, he he released the thing like saying like that. That's what hurt him the most. They didn't even give him the catchphrase. Ah <laughs> uh, man. So have you watched any shows this week? Uh yeah. Um what have I watched this week? Actually it's funny, I'm like I I, I just watched the highlight uh just now of the uh, Jake Paul Tyron Woodley boxing match from last night. Okay. And uh which Jake Paul won by knockout. Okay. All right, good for him. Good for um, him. Yeah, yep, very surprising. But it also makes me believe all the more that it's a work. Possibly, possibly. Um, you know, like the the first time they, they go in there and like Woodley almost has him beat, but like Jake Paul wins by technicality. There, there's not going to, Jake Paul's like, there's not going to be a rematch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the whole thing. And then they bring in uh, Tommy Fury. Uh, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, he's going to be the guy. But then like he backs out like because he's hurt. So you bring Tyron Woodley in last minute, like, and then it's like, oh, like, you know, Woodley's been training the whole time, actually. So, haha, he's ready for you. Like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know, just all screams wrestling storyline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, also, too, watching how he did it, uh, Jake Paul did a fake to the body. Mm-hmm. Um, Woodley put his hands down to block the body shot, and then Paul came up uh, with a hook to the face. Mm-hmm. And I, by I, by no means am a boxer. Um, I, I have no boxing experience at all. So let me start with that. But mm-hmm. let me say I, I've got a bunch of MMA experience um, and, and martial arts uh, of various forms. Yep. Um, I, I put myself in that situation. I'm like, okay, I've got my my hands up. Yep. Um, and they're going for a shot to the body. I'm bringing my elbows down. Yep. So that way, my hands are still protecting my face, and you know, my my arms like will will eat your body blow. Yep. Um, so I don't know why Tyron Woodley, who's like a trained boxer, MMA fighter, former UFC champion, why he brought his hands down to block the body shot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and left his face wide open, but is what it is. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like uh, Mike Tyson says, everybody has a game plan until they get hit. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Mike Tyson, arguably one of the wisest philosophers of our time. Um, you know, he has like, like a like a like a whole hundred acre farm of just like medicinal like marijuana. Hundred acre? Like over? Yeah. Like he like open like. Uh, like somewhere in like I want to say like California, like where they like grow all that. Like he has like a huge like <laughs> marijuana farm. That's crazy. Good for him. Yeah. 
Well, I know he's like a huge advocate for it, but yeah. Yes. You know, I, I, it's so crazy when I, when I heard about that. But yeah. That's cool. Yeah, good for him. I don't yeah. know if he has like a, a strand, like, or, or like if he's selling anything, you know, to, you know, commercially, but yeah. Okay. It's funny. The uh, dispensary uh, near me, um, I, it's funny. I don't go there very often because they don't sell medicinal. Okay. Um, but uh, because it's close to me, if I'm in a pinch, I, I'll run over there. Okay. Um, they sell Justin Bieber um, joints. Like, it's very funny. Um, they're called, like, <laughs> um, Like, the box has, like, a silhouette of Justin Bieber on it. Like, I'm like, what, what type of world are we living in? Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness. Ah, uh, goodness. Um, so besides the uh, uh, Ty- uh, Tyson... Uh, and, oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah. So aside from that, uh, yep. what have we had going on this week in wrestling? Well, huge thing: Ring of Honor final battle. Ah, how did that go? Um, it was all right. We uh, we ordered it. Um, it I, I think it's tough when uh, you don't keep up with the promotion, right? Uh, so like, we didn't know half the people on it, right? But. Um, Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal gave a solid main event match. Um, Jonathan Gresham won. He is the uh, Ring of Honor champion. Okay. Um, what else was was on this card that was pretty good? Um, Roxy, who I was not familiar with, she is the Ring of Honor women's champion. Okay. Um, she won her match, and afterwards, Deanna Perrazzo uh, came out with the Impact Women's Championship. And challenge Roxy to a match sometime. Okay. Um, so that was interesting. Um, probably the biggest thing to come out of this show um, was the debut of Titan. Um, How's it debut if it's the last show? Um, like, it's okay. not like he's gonna, like, this person's gonna be on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. It's so weird the debut on on a going away show. Well, I mean, it's a it's a big debut, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, and we don't know if it's a going away show. Uh, Ring of Honor out of does, business. They they have a venue booked for April. I want to say April fifth. How do they get pay people if they if they're bankrupt? I I don't know, but they 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 already had the venue booked, so I don't. This know. must be like a like a goodwill show where everybody's gonna do it for like. A ham and cheese sandwich, and you know, pat <laughs> back. Like, <laughs> wrestling's a weird business. Yeah, it is. It's possible. Like, they'd be like, "Oh, brothers, do it for the nostalgia." <laughs> and the wrestlers would be like, "Oh, brother, brother, all right, brother." <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, oh man, but but yeah, the debut of Titan, um, okay. formerly known as Braun Strowman. Okay, all right. Um, so that was pretty huge, I guess. Um, EC3 uh, was in like a, a six-man tag match with like five people I didn't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, at the end of the match, EC3 was like saying something to the guy um, like, oh man, like, you know, you got to control your narrative. Like, you know, you got to like, you want to fight. Like, you know, you want to be a monster. Like, you got to fight monsters, something like that. Um, or like, oh, like, you know, forget monsters. Like, you got to fight a titan. 
or something, something like that. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, here comes, you know, Strowman. Um, and he gets in there and just demolished, like, this poor jobber. Um, I shouldn't say poor jobber. The guy might be, like, a top-level guy at Ring of Honor. I haven't. Been <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, just, you know, he got demolished by the formerly known as Strowman, now known as Titan. Um, and the biggest thing, uh, actually, I don't know if you saw this, um, they're forming a faction um, of EC3, Strowman, and Killer Cross. Okay. For what promotion? Just no for the idea. Okay. No idea at all. Um, but the the three of them tweeted a picture of the three of them, like um, so, some sort of thing about like, oh, like when we control our narrative, like we, I don't know, we're more than monsters and we can bring the industry down together or something. I don't know. Um, okay. And. <laughs> um, Kill across, he's still got, I think, another 60 days left of his 90 days. Okay. Um, so the three of them won't be doing anything together for a little while. But uh, but it'll be interesting to see, yeah, where do they go and what do they do? Yeah. I'm surprised uh, Bray hasn't popped, popped up now. Because his, whatever, 60, 90 days was long over with, like, so long ago. But he hasn't, like, shown up nowhere. He's still filming a movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was wondering, I was like, where has he been? <clears throat> yeah, he's filming a movie. Um, I okay. think it's a horror movie. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like an indie movie or is it like a mainstream movie? I'm very unclear on that. <laughs> um, because I feel like it's tied in with Seven Bucks Productions. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like I saw some sort of tie-in somewhere there. Okay, but but also the Rock is becoming the new Kevin Bacon. Oh uh, yeah, six degrees. Yeah, um, okay. like I don't know if you saw. Apparently, like uh, he and Nick Khan grew up together. Hysterical. Um, yeah, like so I, I don't know. Like it's one of those crazy things. I feel like the Rock is becoming like more more legend than man. Uh, <laughs> Like, oh, he grew up in Hawaii. He grew up in Pennsylvania. He grew up in Florida. He grew up in, like, <laughs> but, like, he, he's, like, the Forrest Gump of, like, our generation. I don't know. Like, he, he was at all these places and events and knew all these people. And he was there when Hogan slammed Andre. And, like, <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, uh, okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, I watched Dynamite. Uh, Daniel Bryan. I, I, I've got to get used to call. I, I've just got to. I'll call him American Dragon for now. I guess. There you go. Uh, you know, but uh, but but yeah, he and Hangman Page. Uh, they had their epic match for the title. Um, opened the show, which shocked me. Um, <laughs> I'm like, because the last time they did something like that was uh, Bryan against uh, Kenny Omega. Okay. Um, and then the rest of the show, like, just felt horrible after. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, well, how would you do that again? Um, but uh, yeah, Hangman and Brian, they did a uh, 60 minute Broadway. Okay. Okay. Um, 
and it was one of the, I, I gotta give them credit, uh, at least for me while I was watching it. Um, I didn't realize it was going that long until like a good half hour or so into it. And I'm like, wow, this has been going on now for like a little bit, how long? Like, and at that point I'm thinking like, oh, we're like 20 minutes in, we should be close to finish. And yeah, then like, yeah. I, I hit the button on the TV to like see the time lapse or whatever. And it was like 35 minutes. I'm like, wow. Um, and then it gets to the point where it's like 50 minutes or so. Um, and I remember saying to, um, to the queen, I was just like, hey, like, this might go an hour. Like, and I was like, yeah, it might. Like, you know, and sure enough, it did. Um, but it didn't feel in that, like an hour. Um, it kept my attention, um, kept our attention. We, we, you know, we were both into it. The, the last few minutes were really good, action packed, you know, guys trying to go for the win. Um, and it ended with Hangman uh, hitting the buckshot lariat, but like not getting the pin. Okay. Time ran out. Um, so it made you feel like, oh, Hangman probably could have won, but who knows? Yeah. Um, going to a draw. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there's money in a rematch on pay per view at another point in time. Um, and if it's me, I'm putting the belt on Brian but that's me. Um, I feel like he's a big, recognizable name. I mean, he just main evented WrestleMania this year with Roman Reigns. Yeah. And, and Edge. Um, yeah. You know, so, uh, I mean, he's a big, recognizable name, and he's doing the best wrestling I've seen from him in a long time. Yeah. And you can't dispute, like, right now, he's the best wrestler in AEW. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> One of these days, I got to sit down and watch the AEW show from uh, beginning to end. I always just catch, catch like clips here and there. I w- I'll watch more of the being the elite than the actual show. That's really funny. Um, yeah. I want to get back into being the elite. Before AEW started, I was watching it and then AEW yeah. started and I was like, oh, well, I don't know. So I started watching AEW. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, because I... I haven't catch any shows this week, so I need to get on my uh, on my uh, show watching again. Uh, just one of those weeks uh, just went by so quickly. I was like, oh, I forgot. I didn't haven't watched any shows. <laughs> I totally understand. I would recommend watching SmackDown. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, but uh, I caught a spoiler that I was like, oh wow, that sounds interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, I guess that will uh, you know, we can cap off at that part uh, for this week's show. Uh, that part, that part, that part. At that part, yeah. Um, so since it's uh, <clears throat> Sunday, if you want to do the honors as a ordained minister. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, that's right, everybody. I am an ordained minister. So uh, if you are getting married or having some sort of event and you would like me to do the proceedings, uh, hit me up at OsirisTheChamp at gmail.com. And I will be glad to come through and uh, provide my uh, services. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, with all that being said, um, Mr. (laughs) <laughs> I pop for that. Uh, I wish we had the cauldron, um, but uh, but yeah, uh, Mr. Zeus, uh, Mr. No Name. Uh, it has been a pleasure as always. Yes, sir. And to our uh, beautiful audience of listeners, um, we uh, you know as we say every week, it could be anywhere in the world. 
but you're right here right now with us listening to us uh and we appreciate that uh peace love chicken grease and as we've been doing oh hold on hold on that was a bad bell (laughs) oh oh no this this is plastic (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> well, I've been for, the, uh, <laughs> for the past few weeks, what I've been doing uh, for the bell sound, uh, I had a glass candle um, that I was tapping um, to, to give the bell sound. Um, so I've got this new candle that I bought at the dollar store, um, and it smells horrible. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize, like, oh, because I'm like, you know, Yankee candles are expensive. We've been giving them as gifts and things. And Moment and I one day, like, went into a Yankee candle on, like, a uh, buy one, get one sale thing. And we, like, went crazy. Um, But uh, I didn't realize, like, oh, like, candle's not just a candle. Like, you know, it's got to be a good candle. Um, So I was at the dollar store. um, And I was like, oh, wow, like, they've got candles here. (laughs) And uh, thankfully, I only bought two because uh, I was like, oh, like I don't, you know, I don't know like what they're gonna be like. Um, so let me see if I saw. So I got one. It was called Dream, and then the other one's called Clarity. Um, so I was like, oh, like those sound like good things, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I've got the Dream one here lit, and it smells horrible. Um, but I was like, all good. Like we'll we'll do the bell sound. And then turns out it, it's plastic, so we don't get a good bell sound off of it. Uh, I, I got to go back to the Yankee candles. Uh, so for next week's show, we will have a Yankee candle, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we can get the proper sound. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> on that note, though, we will finish it off. One, two, three, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs>